Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 241, and welcome back to the Front Porch. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're getting ready in the midst of this holiday season, all the fun that's uh, all around us. Um, my wife and I are done. We're done with uh, purchasing presents and wrapping. That is the that is a Goki record. That is a Goki family record. We have never, ever gotten... I feel like I should get a gold star. I think Patty and I should get gold stars this year. I mean, we are, we are the last minute kind of people shopping right up into the end procrastinating i mean it it it's awful and and but this year we crushed it i don't know what happened but we crushed it we got on it and crushed it so i don't know if you're like my wife and i who are like experiencing this glow of we got it done hoo-ha hooray (laughs) or if you're like I'm freaking out, you know, is Amazon going to drop my stuff off? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but this year, Gokies are ahead of the game. Super excited. So we were, Patty and I were talking today, so this will be our first Christmas in this home. And it's honestly the first Christmas being in a home that we've owned in about, let's see, uh, probably almost seven years. So it's kind of cool. You know, we were just talking about how cool it is. Um to be able to have this first Christmas Christmas in this home here in Phoenix. And then our son uh, moved back in today from college, so it's just awesome having uh, him around. I mean, it's just been great. So I look forward to this time, m- mostly just to be with the family. I'm taking a little time off and just being with them and getting quiet, going on some walks with the dogs and uh, probably doing some fishing and some kayaking and hiking, just kind of slowing down a little bit. I don't know. I'm in the midst of all this crazy that's going on uh, all around us. You know, the busyness of the season, for sure. I'm just feeling this call to kind of slow down, not move so fast. Um, And it's not easy for me because I'm just naturally wound tight, meaning just wanting to move and go. I'm like, you know, if you, you know, those toys used to wind up as a kid and all of a sudden you let them go and they take off. Like, that's me. I just get, I want to get going and going to get moving, but... I I've really, honestly, in the last kind of four years, the slowing down pace of my life, I feel like the rhythm of that's finally starting to catch up, and it's a good thing. It's a really, really, really good thing for me. And so uh, I think this next little bit of just resting, and this 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 year has been insane. Uh, moving a whole family, like I said, and finding out I'm a little more exhausted than I thought I was. So I'm really excited to slow down a little bit and ex- have some fun with my family, have a great time at, at Christmas. And uh, yeah, so I, I hope as you're getting into this, and you might be listening this way afterwards, but if you're listening to this as this podco- pack podcast goes out tonight, uh, I hope that uh, it's going to be a great week for you, uh, being with your family, preparing, wrapping up things at work, and just taking a little breath. And just reminding ourselves, like, this week isn't just about all the other kind of charades that happen around this time of year, but it's just this slowing down to remember. Um, that's the big thing. Like, let's remember that God did not abandon us. He came to us, Emmanuel, God with us he's not far away he's near near and near so i hope you're experiencing his nearness his closeness if you're not lean into this season 
experiences nearness is closeness. So um, thank you so much for listening. Always love that a bunch of you are listening. Thanks for those of you who continue to give to the podcast. There's multiple different ways you can do that. Um, and thanks for buying the devotional. Really appreciate it. And sharing this with stuff, sharing this podcast with people. It's pretty cool. So thank you so much. Um, heading into Romans again, I've just been rocked by these Romans passages. In this one, I thought for sure that I'd done a podcast on because it's one I use all the time um, in my, for my own personal life. And then as I go meet with people and I've never used it. And so it's Romans 6, 1 and 2. And it says this, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? I'll read it again. So important. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Do you know, I was doing... um, I read this book a while back. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was called, ooh, Change or Die. It was called Change or Die. And in this book, it was kind of walking through some of the epidemics or pandemics that have kind of happened around the world. But one of the ones they started working through was heart disease. Heart disease is like one of the number one, I think it's the number one killer in the United States. Crazy heart disease. And it's interesting. So they're trying to do a study of going like, why is it if this is the number one um, cause of death? And then the solution is pretty unanimous. The, the solution is you got to eat better and you got to exercise. Okay. So the problem is really extreme. The solution is pretty, you know, pretty small. I mean, it's not small, but it's a lifestyle change for a lot of people of going like, you just can't eat whatever you want and you got to exercise. And what they found was people know knew what the problem was, but they chose not to do the solution. And so they would go back and then they'd have another heart attack or they would die. And so the study was trying to figure out what is going on. And I think this is exactly, in some degrees, what Paul is talking about. He's like, look, if Jesus has already paid the price, if he's already done, the, why are we taking advantage of this? Like we're literally working against everything that's been given to us. So in this particular time, as he's writing this, people are starting, you know, Paul is preaching grace, grace by faith alone. You've not by works, you have done nothing. And, and you are white, you're washed white as snow as a result of Jesus's death and resurrection, which means this, it's done. It's done. You can't out sin salvation. You can't out sin it. Like his sacrifice was once and for all. And so what was happening, people were like, this is awesome. Like, I think that's beautiful, but it's also dangerous. And it was. What was happening with this church is that they're like, sweet, we're just going to keep sinning. We're just going to go have a great time because his grace covers it, right? This is a part of a theology that was developed back then, but it's a part of a, a, a practical way in which we do things now. And Paul's like, Yo, stop. Why would we do that? Why would we why would we live this way? And, and and what I think is so interesting about this passage is that it's really difficult. Like it's difficult because it addresses the solution, right? It's giving us a solution, but it's also addressing the problem. 
It's opening our minds to a greater problem, but also a greater solution that is going on. And the solution is this. I talked about it just a little while ago, but it's like the all-sufficient sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. It covers a multitude, all sins. It covers all sins, right? And grace abounds. We have been given grace and grace is, is kind of, here's the thing about grace. I love it. I think it, it preaches well, but I struggle with it. I don't know about you, but I struggle with grace. I want it, right? And I have it, but I struggle to live in light of it. I'm always trying to earn, 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 earn. And grace says, no, 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 you earn nothing. It's been, it's what's been done. It's a free gift. It was given to you. It's not because of anything you've done. And so I struggle with it because it's like I'm an earner, I'm a doer, I'm a get it done kind of person. And it's a free gift. Like God, through his son Jesus, gave me a free gift that I did not deserve. And I cannot earn it. And so the solution is, listen, I've given you grace. Abide in my grace. Abide in my love. Live in light of it. What a wonderful gift he's given to us. How beautiful, how amazing. I, had, I was thinking about, as I was kind of working through this passage, I was thinking about, like, what if somebody, like, gave you their heart? Like, you were dying, and, and you, you had lived unwisely. Like, you were one of these people that just took advantage and, and ate whatever you wanted to eat and did whatever you wanted to do, right? And, and you're going to die. And then somebody comes to you and says, hey, I'm going to give you my heart. I'm literally going to give you my heart. And you're like, no, 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 no. I'm going to lay down my life. I'm going to give you my heart to have it. So then you get that brand new heart, right? And then you just go back and you abuse it. You're like, I'm alive. See, I was going to die, but now I'm not. Like, Like how insulting that would be. But that is practically how we live. Like grace was, I'm going to die and I'm going to give you my heart so that you can live. And what Paul's addressing is if that's the reality of all that Jesus did for us, like he literally made us new, made us, we are no longer enemies with God. We are made right in in the sight of God. He sees us as pure and holy. He sees through Jesus's death and resurrection. And as he looks at you and me, he sees us as holy. He doesn't see us as sinful. He doesn't see us as enemies. No, he sees us as friends, sons and daughters of the most high God. And so Paul's like, it makes no sense at all that we would abuse it, but that's the problem. The problem is that we abuse this gift. How silly. This is what Paul's addressing. How silly is it that we are living our lives this way? How silly is it that we're doing? It makes no sense at all. It's like that guy waking up from a surgery, a brand new heart surgery, and asking for a greasy cheeseburger the moment he wakes up. Like, that makes no sense at all. You've been given a new life. And, and we're, we practically do that day in and day out with our vices that we, like that's why I think what we talked about in the, the last passage, in the last episode we talked about in Romans, of going like, listen, why do I do the things I don't want to do? And I don't do the things I know I should do. Like, this is what Paul's coming back once again, going like, this is what's going on. 
There's a sin problem inside of us that's pushing us away. Like the evil one is tempting us, right? We are not in a battle, Paul is going to say later on, against flesh and blood. No, it's against the spiritual world that wants to continue to tell us, just do what you want to do. Just go the way you want to go. Don't worry, he's got you. And he's gonna, and, and, and this, Satan wants you to call, cause harm to yourself, and he wants you to ca- cause harm to others. And see, we abuse this grace. And we don't live in light of it, and we don't honor it. It's kind of like we have this philosophy that our culture has just continued to pull, pour fire on, and we, we live it out as like, I want my way. I want it my way. I want it right away. I want to do it the way I want to do it. And if God says something to me or that is inconvenient or Jesus, as he display, as he talks to us in Matthew 5 about what it is to be in the kingdom of God, to be kingdom people, right? Blessed are the poor in spirit. But they want, we're like, nah, I reject that. I don't like that. Love your enemies. Nah, I'm not going to do that. It's like, Paul's like, why would we do that? Why would we not live in light of this beautiful grace? Grace can cover our lives. It covers our lives. We can be a people that live into this grace and therefore display it wherever we go. We then have grace on other people. This is how Jesus' death and resurrection, it's good news, but it is good news now that is in motion through the way we live our lives. And so it seems so silly to have that and then live opposite. And the world is so confused by that. Like, wait a second. You say this, but you live like this. I'm so confused. And I think I think that's what's so confusing for our culture, to be honest. I mean, I'm just like, I, and I'm convicted of it myself. I'm a, I do this all the time. I struggle with grace and I try to earn it. Or I just keep giving into these vices and go, eh, eh. He's like, stop, let's not, let's not live that way. And, you know, Paul is speaking about freedom in Christ really looks like and how we should live differently because of it. He's going, this is what it looks like to be a light unto the nations for the world to see, like a city on a hill, right? Like that lighthouse that's calling people away from the cliffs and moving them into safety. This is what it is when the people of God start living into grace and receiving it and not abusing it. And we become a beacon of hope, a beacon of life as a result of one, what Jesus has done, and two, how we live into it. Because living for Jesus is more than not being bad. It's living into his goodness for his glory. So the question is this, where are you abusing the grace of God? Where are you abusing the grace of God? Even as I teach this, Lord, I, I must confess, I am the chief of all sinners. You know how I struggle through this. You know how hard it is. And I know that there are those who are listening that are struggling too. Spirit, awaken us to your grace. Help us to live in light of it and not abuse it. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers.